The Von Erich family is legendary. He was kind of a bully. Lance, Lance by, by chance, wrestling as a Von Erich. They were afraid I would go to WWF, so they kind of, on television, it, that I wasn't a real Von Erich. Find out what Lance talked about in his book. You know how many people that I've worked with that are, are dead, especially with world class? Many, many, many people took steroids on top of the other drugs. Chris Adams headbutted the, the co-pilot. And find out what happened when Lance left Dallas. I used to run guns from the States to South Africa and got busted in the UK. Lance, Lance by, by Chance, wrestling as a bonner. Lance by Chance. Get your book today at LanceByChance.com or on Amazon. You're listening to the WrestleBuild Podcast. I'm your host, Vinny Berry, and my guest this episode is Lowrider, professional wrestler, 17 years. How you doing, my friend? Yo! 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 Lowrider! Very good, bro. Thank you for inviting me on the podcast. I'm ready to answer everything that you want to ask me, bro. Thank you for coming on. I've been wanting to talk to you for a long time. You and I have mutual friends in the business. So I have, uh, and I've seen you wrestle. I, I recently got to see you a couple months ago, but we were talking before I recorded and I happened to, I had an opportunity to see you, uh, when I first moved to South Texas in about 2011. So, uh, you have a long history in wrestling. Yes, sir. Especially here in Texas. Um, Lowrider started under a mask, went to Mexico, lost it at age 18. My, one of my, um, friends in the past gave me this name, Lowrider, and I went back to Texas and started wrestling for RCW in San Antonio, Texas for Brandon Oliver, and I got the hookups to wrestle in South Texas from there. You know, you're a young man. You've been wrestling 17 years. That, that's a lifetime for a wrestler, right? I mean, that is a long time. Yes, sir, it is. Very long time. Talk to me a little bit about how you were trained. How you, because you have a very interesting upbringing in wrestling, right? Yes, sir. I started training in Mexico with Julio Isla. The first time I trained wrestling, dude, I was like 14 years old in, in Tulancingo, like in a boxing ring. No bouncy in the middle, no no jumping bouncing, like for the ring, it was just like a carpet and a mat. Very hard landing. Yes, very old school, very old school. The very old traditional training way over there in Mexico. We warm up. We'll do a lot of boxing drills. We'll get in the ring and we'll just do rows. And the way we will bump, it'll be like the old school style bumps. What was it at 14 that made you want to get into professional wrestling? I want to become a professional wrestler because of my brother watching Kane and X-Pac. I guess my question is, if you were living in Houston, why did you train in Mexico? Oh, because every vacation in school, you know, you, you get at your summer vacations every two months, like twice, like every year, like for two months, June and right. July, I would not have summer school, and my dad would send me to Mexico. 
to his hometown. Okay. Like for Christmas in December, um, spring break. When I was like five, four, six, like five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten years old, he would always send me to Mexico. Growing up, every vacation I had for school. And you were asking, I guess you were down there and you were asking people, hey, where can I train? And so they sent you, they kind of pointed to you in that direction where you went, right? Yes, yes. And you'll see a lot of street flyers on, like, everywhere in that town. When AAA will come to town, you'll see a lot of street, like, flyers. Back in the day, they used to promote it like that. We had no social media, no Facebook, no Twitter. It would from people like they will promote it out there very much. You see it every day in that town. Something about wrestling, like Lucha Libre. You see like a like a poster on the post every corner. Then you see a car with a big um, speaker on top um, promoting wrestling too. Right. Right. Yeah, driving through the neighborhood. Right. Yes, with a speaker on top, and they'll have, like, they'll be announcing the full card, like, the main event, this and this guy, see my man, boom, kids, two for one, 50 pesos, and stuff like that, sir. <laughs> right, right, right. And, and, and as a young boy, you found that very appealing, huh, that the matches were coming? Yeah, because it was very popular. It was so popular, everybody knew about it. Everybody knew who was this guy and that guy, and it was it was very big. So when you when you met the guys that were to train you, uh, you being fourteen years old, what was their their take on that? Because I, I would imagine uh, they would like the fact that somebody young is coming in, right? I mean, it's it's probably easier to teach a young person. The teacher got the crews. Um, he was very um, push. With, he was like very like very strict with me. Very very strict. He didn't want me to get distracted. He would yell at you if you would have not done anything right. Like he was very strict. And there was a couple other people training with me, but there was a, like two years older than me. And yeah, they they never liked me at that time. Because I was just coming in from Houston, being in Mexico, and they were not treating me that that good. Only unless it was the teacher or the teacher's son. Way back in the day, sir. That's way back, way, way back, way back. And so you, you trained down there. When did you get your start wrestling? Where, I trained in Mexico for two months. They teach me a lot of the bases, how to bump, tucking your chin. The 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 um, face bumps, the rolls, the three quarters, how to hit the ropes. So I came back to Houston, sir. Okay, I came back to Houston, back for school, right? I, I like in August, and one day I don't remember the date, sir. I really don't remember. But it, it was this is how I found out when I saw there was wrestling now in Houston. I was walk. I used to walk back home. All the time from school, from from Farmville Middle School to my mom's house. That was like a 15-minute walk because, like, I didn't take no school bus or nothing like that to go back from from after school to go back home 
and my mom was always at work. My mom had two jobs, and my dad and my mom was not together at that time. So that will lead me to walk by myself back from school to home. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And my brothers and sisters were, like, all grown up, and they would go to high school. And I was in middle school. And one time on the floor, I found a newspaper, like a Spanish newspaper, and I opened it, and I had an article all about Houston Lucha Libre. And that's how I found out there was, like, wrestling here, like, local, like, like local wrestling here in um, Houston, Lucha Libre, that I didn't know about it. And that's when I saw Hernandez Supermax under a mask as Mr. Texas on the, on like, on the roster picture. And they will say like every Friday, every Friday we will have Lucha Libre here in Houston. And I told my dad and we saw the address and we went there and yeah, man, I got connected with those guys. Then I started training with those guys here in Houston. At, at Capitol Street, like right down the street, two, three down streets from the Houston Premier Arena, that same neighborhood. Talk to me a little bit about Loco Wrestling and, and what you guys are doing, how long it's been around, and it has a pretty good following, right? Every Luckily, sir, we got the blessing that every show that we do, we always draw. Yeah, we'll have a lot of people coming in and this. And it's a whole culture of, 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 of a crowd. Like, you know what I'm saying? We got all types of fans coming in. And, and you guys, and you guys bring in some pretty good talent too. We have bring, um, Psycho Clown, Rhino, Ricky Vanderas, Mecha Wolf, Low Key. So many, so many for like, for the short time that we have been doing local wrestling. I've seen uh, Mick, uh, Mickey Knuckles on there. Mickey Knuckles is always will always be working with us. I've been knowing about Mickey Knuckles when I was a teenager. When I would see her on YouTube, she would wrestle for IWA Mid South, and it's so crazy and funny that now she's working for me. Yeah, it's crazy, right? It's kind of like things go full circle, right? Yeah, yeah, it's a. It's a good cycle, sir. It's a good cycle. You you meet all these people, and then, like, eventually they'll be, like, working for you, or you'll be working for them. It's not a connection, sir. You've been running shows for how many years now? Sir, before local, I was already running shows in Houston called XMW. And I will bring um a lot of talent from mexico and one talent from japan and like a couple of texas people and i'll run it right by my dad's old apartment and i would charge like 15 bucks i will not draw as many people like we do at loco because nobody had that bus they were not that popular all the guys that i was bringing the indie wrestling was not at the big bus at that time it was kind of quiet still I didn't have a lot of promote. I, I will only promote by myself, so it was kind of hard. And I did like six or five shows on my own pocket back. I don't remember, sir. I really don't remember. It was 2015. 2015. You know, the wrestling can be a grind in itself, but trying to promote and because I know a little bit about promoting, uh, fight events, right? So I yes, know sir. that there's a lot of work that goes into it. 
sometimes it's like herding cats. You got to call these people. Sometimes they don't yes. show. Yes, yes, you know. yes. It's, it's a little pain. It's a little pain in the. You already know where, but yeah. Um, how I so, learned and why I did it, I don't know, man. I don't know why I started doing shows because in Houston, Lucha Libre back in the day was not as it was not as good, and I wanted the crowd. I wanted. I wanted the fans here in Houston to see something different. You know what I mean? If they're paying this money to see this type of wrestling, I want to bring something different than that, and they would like it. You know what I mean? I just want to bring, I want to bring just something different to Houston wrestling or like Houston Lucha or whatever it is, sir. But I just want to do something different, and I just wanted to hustle and like sell tickets and get my money back. But it was. Like I said, it was not working when I was younger and doing it by myself or my dad helping me. I would get the ring for free back in the day. Um, this guy would let me use the ring free because I debuted for him when I was uh, 14, 15 years old. When I debuted, I had my first match. He let me use that ring. And a lot of the guys that I booked, we talked for a good prize, decent price. And, yeah, man. And then with Loco, it was me and Jaime. And Jaime... Had his thing and I had my thing. I had my crowd. He had his crowd, and we just joined forces, man. And we just go and bother people and see if they're interested in sponsoring and putting flyers on the screen and whatever it takes to get that crowd to come into your show, sir. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And and you guys have a very loyal following, right? I mean, you've got fans that come back time and time again. We have fans that will um, that will come from Pennsylvania, that will come from Colorado, that will come from New Mexico, Corpus Christi, Dallas, San Antonio, Florida, and we have a couple of wrestlers that um willing to um just get their face out there in Houston, and and they will like come by, by their own pockets to wrestle for us at local. Right. Yeah, because when I when I see your roster, it's it's uh, pretty amazing. You know, some of the people that you have on your card. Sometimes I, I I'm kind of surprised of of who all you bring in. You know. Yes, sir. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate that so much. It's crazy ideas from Jaime and me. We laugh. We hang out. We do our little sessions, and we just create ideas. We bring up names, and we watch a lot of wrestling too. We watch a lot of wrestling for like two hours or three hours at his house, or I watch wrestling. Both just that inspire us. That inspire us. The crowd, the 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 workers, anything. We just study. We we study from other companies that do big in other cities and states or countries, and we want to do it for our own town, our little community that we have. Now, where do you guys put shows on at? It's the Premier Arena, right? Yes, we are still going to be at the Houston Premier Arena. We love it. That's where um, Loco is, and that's where Loco will stay. All right. For those who are listening to this and have not seen your product, Loco Wrestling, what do you think it is? How what, How can you explain it to the person listening that hasn't seen your show yet? How would you explain that? Local wrestling is 
Deathmatch, Lucha Libre, Punk Style, 420 Friendly. It could be a family show. It cannot be, but a lot of family ha ha can take the local rescue vibe. We got a couple of people that bring their kids. Maybe it's not for kids as much because we have a lot of rescue saying a lot of over the eggs work. But luckily, nobody has complained very bad about us. We have got away with it, and we're just so grateful for everybody supporting how local wrestling is and how local wrestling is supposed to be. Because this is, look at the name, local. That means crazy, local. You're not, you're going to expect nothing else. You're going to expect some wild, crazy shit. My bad if I said that, but that's the truth. It's local. It's crazy, local. Whatever's yeah. gonna happen at local stays at local. If it ain't local, it ain't fire. That's it. It's it's nothing that you can expect. You're gonna get hit by somebody by a backflip on top or a light tube when you're not expecting that at local wrestling. It's different than you know your golden age of wrestling, right? It's it, you know. There is cussing. There's people, um, you know, getting chest slapped and people in the front row getting chest slapped. I mean, it's, it, it seems like a, you know, a, a really fun and crazy atmosphere. Yes. We, we try to put everything that we can to make it different and get that different vibe. I, I've seen liquor bottles in the audience too. People drinking liquor yes. bottles. It's BYOB. It's always BYOB. We even get free beer from the Southern Star Brewery from Conroe, Texas. They always sponsor local wrestling and give us a hundred free beers. Oh, Just imagine. Wow. It sucks because at the end, Jaime Martinez and me and the wrestling crew had to clean all that until three in the morning. And we had to take wrestlers back to the airport at five in the morning. It's a, it's, it's really hard, man. It's really tough. Um, you're making me remember all those hard days when we're working at local. We had to set up the day before at the premiere, clean all that shit, clean everything, clean, make sure we'll bring extra fans because it's, it's, it's so hot, like air fans. We, we bring all the waters for the back, everything set it up, put the chairs. The next day it comes that we got to pick up this person at the airport. We got to have five or four cars ready to get everybody. Because we'll fly in like 11 people. So This last show we did, the big show, in August the 26th or 27th, we flew in like 11 people sir, to Houston. Wow. Yes. Just imagine how stressed. And you know what was the funny part? Two days before... Jaime went to jail, and we had to do everything by ourselves before Jaime was getting out of jail. Bad Jaime. Yeah. All right, man. Well, thank you very much. I really do appreciate you coming on the show, man, and talking to me. I've been wanting to talk to you for a while. Thank you very much for coming on the show. It's a pleasure, and I can't wait to do it again. Yo, thank you guys for hearing Lowrider, the king of 420. Yo! You're listening to the WrestleVille Podcast, where wrestling lives.
The Von Erich family is legendary. He was kind of a bully. Lance, Lance by, by chance, wrestling as a Von Erich. They were afraid I would go to WWF, so they kind of, on television, it, that I wasn't a real Von Erich. Find out what Lance talked about in his book. You know how many people that I've worked with that are, are dead, especially with world class? Many, many, many people took steroids on top of the other drugs. Chris Adams headbutted the, the co-pilot. And find out what happened when Lance left Dallas. I used to run guns from the States to South Africa and got busted in the UK. Lance, Lance by, by Chance, chance wrestling, wrestling as a Lance by Chance. Get your book today at LanceByChance.com or on Amazon.